Alright guys, welcome to some bonus content as promised at the end of our last podcast episode. We've got Mike Gray with us acting as our DM as he's going to kind of walk us through the process of starting a campaign or, or an encounter in a role-playing environment. Um, we're also joined by our boy Todd today. Hello. Um, he's here. He's he's the mystery. He's the mystery voice. He's God. You know, he's not on yeah. camera, but he's here. <laughs> he's here in spirit. <laughs> he's, he's here in form for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Mike, thank you so much for agreeing to do this with us. This is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So, what this is going to serve has is sort of a basic introduction to how tabletop role playing kind of works and flows. For this purposes, we're not going to have character sheets or classes or anything like that. Yeah. We're going to play through a scenario. And at this particular scenario is going to be a party. Every single character that you have here is going to have something that they're really good in and something that they're not so good at. Yeah. So, yeah, like what we have going here today is just going to be a basic scenario, an introduction into tabletop role playing. Every character that you guys are going to be playing is going to have something that they're really good at and something that they're not so good at. So we're just going to take a look and play through the scenario I have planned out for you. So, just to let you guys know, and our audience know, here's the scenario. You're attending a high-end gala called the Onyx Gala. It's exceedingly a point where royals and everything across the land from the high-end music, food, artistry, and technology comes together in one grand demonstration. The colors, of course, match exactly what you think in black and gold. Everyone here from across the land of different races, species, and everyone else come together for this. Your party's goal is to get in particularly good with one family and one group, known as the Duratans, a very well-influenced and put-together group of people that run things from, well, officially and unofficial perspectives. So, that said, and now that our audience knows the scenario of what we're going into, let's introduce the characters that we're bringing into this world. So, Zach, why don't you go ahead and go first? Okay, so I have decided I'm going to be a high elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try, try to con my way through this scenario. Fantastic. Um, relying heavily on charisma, which is a kind of new territory for me, trying something new. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna see how it goes. You know, and real quick, um, mm-hmm. I want to talk about, because I realized I didn't ta- uh, touch on stats. Yeah. Just so we can have a good breakdown on all the stats over here. Sure. I want to run through a quick scenario. And I want you guys to imagine that this is a tomato, right? Strength. Ripe tomato. Right. Strength is my ability to crush this tomato. Dexterity is how well I can throw this tomato to hit what I want. My constitution is the ability to eat a bad tomato and walk away from it okay. My intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it on a fruit salad. And charisma (laughs) is the ability to sell a tomato-based fruit salad, which is just salsa. Nice. Yes. (laughs) So that's how the different stats really break down with it. It's one of the easier explanations that I have, but just so everyone has an understanding. So your character is really good at that salesman stuff, but doesn't quite make the most wise decisions. Maybe they're over eager with that as you go into it, just by our stats. That tells us a little bit about the character. You'll be happy to make the deal, but maybe you didn't read everything on the dotted line. Yes, okay, perfect, perfect. So, Andrew, what do you have for us? I have for you a, uh, a gnome artificer of sorts. Uh, they make, you know, they deal in magic inventions. Um, 
stuff like that. I'm trying to see if maybe I can provide something to this family that maybe they don't have yet. So I'm pretty good with like intelligence-based things. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a tiny little, I'm a tiny little guy. You're tiny lad. I'm weak. So, so, so anything strength-related, I'm not so good at. And that makes perfect sense, given that gnomes in general are around three and a half foot tall that you would have to deal with. He's really good with his hands and tinker and stuff. Just don't ask him to pick up a sword and hit something. Yeah. That makes perfect sense for us. And Todd, the voice of God, what do we have from on high? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be a half-orc, and uh, my main stat is going to be strength. So basically, if anybody needs taken care of, I got you. He's the guy. He's the man. Yeah. Now, the minus that Todd's character has is on charisma. Now, charisma isn't necessarily looks. That's a big misnomer that a lot of people have. Oh, it's just looks. No, no. It's your ability to work and talk with people. So it's not that like, oh, he's an ugly character or anything. He's just gruff. He doesn't like people keep them at arm's length, which makes sense for a guy who's basically coming in, has a bodyguard wanting to demonstrate themselves. Yes. So that said... With all those characters in line, let's just go over how we do names. This is something that so many tables get stuck on mm -hmm. because it's something you really want to get the character to know. So there's a couple resources available for those of you watching at home. Your Dungeon Master Guide, if you have that. There's name generations underneath each one of the player races. There's also plenty that you can look up online if you can't think of it. Oh, yeah. The fantasy name generator is a good <laughs> yes. friend. Class. Class. Don't get caught up on names. Yeah. By Just get to playing if you really can with it. But by all means, do you have a name for your character? Yeah, sometimes it comes to you. Mm. As if in a dream. The first thing I was going to say is Alphonse, and then I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Um, can I roll for it? <laughs> you absolutely can for it. Um, if you, can I go up and go grab the guy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me yeah. go ahead and get that. Let's see what we can come up with. We appreciate our DM and his resources. <laughs> resources! So right here in the actual player's handbook, for those who haven't around, on page yes. 23, there's tons of different elven names for male or female that you'd have for it. In fact, there happens to be, if I remember right, 10 different names. So, that said, you wanted to roll for it, correct? Yes, sir. Let's grab a die 10 and roll for that schnecky. Let's do it. So, let's grab this. The die master. It's dice time. First roll, first roll. The first roll. So, of the family the names are actually a die 10. But mm -hmm. your first name is a die 20. So roll your die 20 for me, and we'll figure out your first one in the adult male names. Five. All right. You don't get it. Your name is, <laughs> your name is Aust, A-U-S-T. I like that. Roll okay. the die 10 for your family name. Eight. Nilo, which means night breeze in Elven. That Aust seems slick. That seems slick. I like that. And that was out of nowhere. And that's part of using the tools that you have available to you. Amazing. Don't do the heavy lifting alone. There's so many resources. So, there we have that. Thank you. You already have a name made up? Yeah, I, it kind of came to me as if in a dream. Uh, I'm Sandal Green Barrel. Sandal Green Barrel. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's a very gnomey kind of name with it. I like the whole go with it. And how about for your half-orc there? Do you have anything? Or are we going to roll for it like we did on the other one? No, by recent inspiration, I think I'm going to go with T.W. Steel. T.W. Steel. T.W. Steel. Yes. Nice. 
Oh, the, is there now? Okay, that's gonna be fun. Beautiful. Stile, as it would be in Francais. So, that said, now we have everybody's characters, we have our names, and we notice that we don't have hit points, armor class, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. All we're doing here for this scenario is understand role-playing, how interactions work with the world, and how we can move at the table. This, this, isn't, about, <laughs> this isn't just, and the reason I want to do this way is this isn't just about Dungeons and Dragons. This is about all tabletop RPGs in general. So what you're seeing here and what we're doing here is just about the theming and understanding the world. Yeah. So without further ado, is everyone ready to begin? I think Let's so. do it. Ready as I'm gonna be. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, we want to say that Todd is a newcomer to D and D, so this is a completely new experience going for him. So listen to the voice of God. You guys are going through the same thing. Yeah. I haven't. We haven't played in like three years too. Yeah, so. it's been a while. It's great to get back at the table. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. My my confusion will match your confusion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and if by all means, if you guys got any questions about how things to work or something you want to do. Don't hesitate to ask. Please let me know. We're all here to have fun together. You might all right? have the same question as people watching. Absolutely. So please don't hesitate, okay? For sure. So that said, what I like to do when beginning things is that, especially when coming in with new players into a new idea, I like to introduce things almost as if coming in from a camera point of view and setting. Okay. 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 So as we get involved, we see up above looking down at a massive city and sprawl to go through it. A building has we moved down, black and gold on the outside of it, all of it made from polished marble and gold. As we go down, we see a carriage with our three adventurers on the inside of it, all of them knowing that tonight is the night that everything could change for them. One good introduction, one good test, one good show of strength is all you need to change everything about your life at the Onyx Gala. As each one of you has your invitation in your hand made of that fine, uh, fine coarse paper that has this printed felt on top of the whole thing with it. It even smells of perfume like this is the gala in event. And as the carriage opens on the outside and you see permanency of dancing lights on the outside for the Onyx Gala, spellcasters and bards putting music on the outside as performances go, and you step out to the red carpet to the entrance. Well, gentlemen, as you go up there, you see the first gentleman at the door there. He is a hybrid. For those of you who don't know, um, you know what, I'm gonna, yeah. For those of you who don't know, hybrid elves in my world here we have here are just kind of a unique species. So if you hear me say it, think of it as a six foot two elf that's beefy and has a tan and doesn't really like magic. So. As this man is standing at the front of you, long black hair that goes all the way down to his uh, waist, pulled back into a braid, piercing blue eyes, standing there, about six foot five on this side. On his back seems this massive bow that he has. There's no string attached to it. Hi, welcome to the Onyx Gala. Can I see your invitations, please? What you have? Of course. Yes. Ost, Ost Nilo. Got you. All right. You'll be happy to know that the art pavilion is, have, is having a rather decadent display of everything going for it. There's really good statues out that way. He smiles and looks at you. Thank you. And enjoy the gala. Next, please. 
I produce it and hand it over. Oh, right. Really? Well, what was it? Uh, last name? Green Barrel. Well, Mr. Green Barrel. Yes. You might check out Miss Masters. Has a special thing going on today. Apparently, rumor has it, a horseless carriage being mm. Might be something to take a look at. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. T.W. Steely. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so he looks at you and goes like, all right. He takes it with everything with it. He looks at you. Did you serve in the military? Not quite. Yeah, I did. I spent a few tours myself in Nadri Lanka. Even spent a tour in the Phoenix Guard. He smiles at you. He goes, you might have good work cut out for you. Enjoy the place. By the way, food's to the left. Appreciate it. As each one of you enter the Onyx Gala, the Die 4 is going to be representing each one of the characters right now for they have. So over here, we have Green Barrel, we have Aust, and we have T.W. Steel. All right. So why don't you guys take your first steps in, and I can describe to you what you're seeing inside the pavilion. I'll be in front by you. So as you guys walk in, you would see in front of you the Royal Raised Pavilion over here. Here you would see the very high-end nobles and those who are at the epitome of industry enjoying the lavish decadence that the entire continent has to offer. To your right, you would see newest technology, lights, even some new firearms over there at the tech pavilion. Including one that set a revolt. Anywho, you would smell all the wonders to the left. You see food carts and different pavilions brought out of all over the continent. You would hear in the distance the sounds of beautiful music. Although the commotion makes it hard to break out, you do see overside in the art gala. Up above you, this beautiful black crystal chandelier flows, and this light luminance comes down from all of it. So, there's Pretty a nice place. We'll have to take in. So, there's a lot of things that we could do right now at this point. Your characters has somebody new to it. You just see the scenario. So, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go over to the voice of God and our new character over here with Todd, <laughs> yes. our new player. Right. So, Todd, in this scenario, your character has just seen all of this, has taken all this. You even said, I'm going to stand up in the front. You are excited, apparently, to be here. Exactly. There's a couple things your character could do at this moment. They could head in any direction that they would like to go to the different pavilions. You could turn and talk to your companions about what you would do. You could even make some different checks if you'd like. If you want, you can take a look around the place, see if you notice anything in particular, and we could roll for that. And our purpose is to make everything easy. If you get a 10 or up on any check, it's a success. One through nine is a failure. Okay. And we'll work with it from there, okay? So I'm going to look to my friends over here and be like, all right, this place is pretty nice, but you know what's looking nicer? That food table over there to that left. <laughs> I'm going to go check some of that out. So I'm just going to... Let me know how it is. Will okay. do. So to keep things fair around the table, when usually I have somebody does an action, I move on to the next character. Yeah. If we're all three in the same area and working together, then we could just kind of bounce back and forth yeah. and go. Mm -hmm. But until then, just so everyone has the opportunity to play, I like to move it around in that pace. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, For absolutely. Sure. Yeah, so good. if your DM isn't talking to your table like this... <laughs> they need to <laughs> yes like understand the communication that you have here has a new dm the way that i'm talking to all my players i'm making sure that you guys are having the best time you can and that they are comfortable that's our job where it's not us versus them 
We are the shepherds of the story if you are in charge of the table. So, by all means, Andrew all right. or Green Barrel, what do you have? Well, uh, I look over at Aust and I say, uh, well, yeah, he's right. This place does look really nice. You see those, did you hear that about the horseless carriage? I did not. Apparently there's a lady who's introducing some new fangled horseless carriage contraption. Kind of want to see how it works. Sounds right up your alley. And uh, walk away. Okay, you go ahead. Heading on over to the tech zone. Lost. Everybody's bailed on you. Where are you heading? See ya. Good luck. <laughs> Later, loser. Later, loser. Uh. All right. Well, Oss has got some um, objectives here. I, I want to scan the room and I want to see if anybody is tending to the royals or anybody that seems close to them but is kind of wandering off okay so like the way that you're wording that too tells me that if you want to see if the tending to the royals you must know something about this for this purpose this would be a charisma check that you can make knowing the higher end of society knowing how this stuff operates go ahead for me all right Let's see <laughs> the first roll that matters hey as you look up and you observe to the table you would notice that one of the women up there is Catherine Duratan, queen of the Forgotten Lands. And her wine glass is empty. Now, you're not supposed to go to the royal area without invited. That wouldn't be a very wise move. But it could work out for you. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well... Where's the nearest bottle of wine? Oh, it's not too far from where you could see. It's about, uh, if you were go up to the Royal Pavilion, you see where the servers are taking the different bottles there from. Most of them seem to be enchanted, so you wouldn't have to worry about grabbing a fresh one. Mm. But she is sitting over there, and it's sitting empty. It doesn't look like she's noticed yet, but a queen shouldn't have to notice. By the way, just so everybody knows at home, Catherine is a drow woman who's about five foot eight, slender build, long ears, with about ten piercings going down each one, chains and gold connecting in between. She has a soft smile to her, and her hair is this beautiful silver that flows down. Her eyes gleam purple. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to head up there. I'm going I'm to make my way up there. <laughs> I wanna, this, is, this is fantastic. I need to get some wine. I need to get this woman some wine. You, this is great. So, <laughs> he said, This is great. This is great because this is what this is about. Everybody's going off in their own directions. We're having our interest of what we have. Mm -hmm. And when we're coming to playing the characters, every single one of you is playing the characters that you had to the T to it. And this is as simplistic as it gets. Mm -hmm. So, anywho. We're going to have it where you're moving your way up to the pavilion then. Yes. And we're going to cut off there and get back to T.W. Steele over here for his action. You are over there in the food court. And it is everywhere. You see this slow roasted dwarven lamb legs that you would have over there. There's fruits from all over the land. This beautiful elven woman hands up to you this basket full of oranges on there that are already peeled. They're like those little cuties already bite-sized. Anything well, like that, offering you one. I'm more of a 
me uh, enjoy myself. Yes. But yeah, I was gonna be like, "Where's the beef?" <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. The dwarven food pavilion's there, man. He'll be good. Get him that full slag of me. Yeah, right. I do not want to be rude in such a in such a place, so I will take one, <gasps> and then I will eat it. I, I picture he doesn't like know how to treat this food. Like, yeah. <laughs> make do me a favor because you're right. He doesn't know how to treat this food, and he's trying to. In this moment, he's trying not to offend this like petite, small, elven woman here. Big guy, you want to try one of these? And you take one. Make a charisma check to see how you handle this. Oh, it'd be perfect because I have a minus two on Let's that. So. Uh, be a, a 19? Right. Is that a 19? Yeah, that's a success. And then minus two, so. Despite your unfamiliarity with it, you just go, you know what? And just pop it in and enjoy it. And it is one of the most juicy, brilliant, sweet, flavorful <laughs> fruits you ever had. And your face betrays it perfectly. It's just mm, good. And you see her smile and cleave a little bit. She goes, thank you. And he's like, here. And she like, shows you where they've been growing it from and everything like that. She goes, by all means, enjoy everything, though. Thank you for trying the fruit. You're the only half-orc that did. And she like, goes away with it. <laughs> so that said, though, as you did that, you would see this, um, you would see this uh, human man walk over to you. He has a glass of wine with him. He smiles at you. He's exceedingly well put together. And he, you don't know that people like the flavor of that. To say it's overly sweet, I just think that they, you know, don't have taste buds. <laughs> He'd laugh a little bit. He goes, pleasure to meet you. I appreciate anyone who enjoys the uh, Maldivar. Pleasure to meet you too. He would kind of wait for a second. <laughs> wait, did you honestly just forget your... Is this a moment we need to pause for a break for player, or are you actually pausing as character? A uh, little bit more player, but... Okay, what do we have for me? All right, so... <laughs> are you looking... Are you wanting to just introduce yourself? Yeah, so... All right, so I already introduced myself, and then be like... You shake Maldivar. Yeah. T.W. T.W. And then I mainly not, or I, uh, I usually don't enjoy the fruits, but these ones are special. Uh, I've never had them before. Might as well give them a try. Might as well, like, I like to try new things sometimes. It's interesting. Most people I have get stuck in their ways with it. I appreciate that about you. He goes, by all means, though, don't stop. You see that over there? He'd point to the Dwarven Pavilion. You'd see, like, the ribs and everything on that. He goes, like, let's be real about ourselves. Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> of course. And you two head off together with it. Nice. So, Andrew. Hello. You head over to the tech pavilion. So, yes. Green Barrel. You go over there and you would see just like these different mechanical things put together and all this like little lights and devices. Ah, it's so yes. much to take in with it. And you make a roll your die 20 and we're going to do a listen check. You have no bonuses to this. Okay. This is just something that's going to happen. All right. 18. We roll high. Here, a smaller voice letting out a string of obscenities. Just absolute with it. You seem to be the only one who knows when you're going right past this one curtain. Do you go to check it out? Or do you I'll, let it be? Oh, I'll peek. You pick in there and you see a gnome woman 
cursing up a storm at this beautiful mechanical horse. Okay. But she seems frustrated as all get out. She throws one of her wrenches against the horse and walks away. She hasn't even noticed you. She's about 10 feet away from it. Make an intelligence check to see if you can figure out what's wrong with that horse. Okay. Smart boy, come on. Eight plus five. Thirteen altogether. You look over at it, and maybe she's just tired. <laughs> that just needs connected there. And you, you just reach in and you look at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out because she hasn't noticed me, right? Yeah, she hasn't yeah. noticed you at so all. So I'll go in and I'll fix it. Uh -huh. Um. Does it like the activate second or anything? You do, the whole <clears throat> she turns around. Who the? Oh, <sighs> the horse turns. You forgot the connector here. <laughs> Are you kidding? I've been here. For Sandal hour. Green Barrel. Kill the kill the masters. Oh, pleasure to meet you. You have just saved this entire demonstration. Oh, I've been working with this. Yes, it's okay. As this horse would almost seem alive with how it's moved, the different plates around this face, the fact that you know this is a brilliant mind that missed that. You, she's got to be really tired or yeah. something here with it. Make another roll for me. Okay. This is going to be an insight check. Okay. Damn, dude. Although she's put together, you're realizing she has one shoe on the other foot. Her makeup's on <laughs> She's point. pretty... She is frazzled beyond all reason. You really need somebody to kind of like talk her into position a little bit. She just sounds, oh, well, I got a little bit before the preview. So we'll are you be looking okay. all right? Are, are you feeling okay? You look a little, a little ragged. You look oh. like you've been kind of... Why in the world? Burning the midnight oil. <laughs> Why in the world would I be nervous? It's not like I'm about to make a premiere in front of, you know, royalty and everyone else. And if something goes wrong, I could lose all of Master's Industries in one go. It's, <gasps> it's not that big. Listen, listen. I think what you need is a little liquid luck, liquid courage, if you will. And I, I reach into my bag that I have. Sure. I pull out a little vial that I've brewed. It's distilled. Go ahead. No, distilled. It's distilled, you know, uh, like alcohol to like the finest degree. Very strong. Okay, okay. Mixed with a little bit of magic that I've, I've, I've put into it. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. This is great because you're a tinkerer. You're an experimenter by trade. Honestly, that fits what the character we're theming yeah. for, and that's what we have. And it's, it. and it's designed to kind of, you know, give you that kind of liquid courage, but also a little bit of liquid luck, kind of make you a little bit more, uh, raise the odds a little bit in your favor, if you will. Fantastic. We have no idea if this is going <laughs> yeah, to work no, with her. Absolutely. Absolutely none whatsoever. So in this concept, and for GMs and everything else out there, I would like to introduce what is called the Die of Fate. I'm going to roll a die 100 here around. And you're going to guess high or low. If you guess right, this is going to be favorable for you. If you guess wrong, not so much. <laughs> and depending on the extreme, depends on the extreme. Uh, okay. You've been, you've been doing good. You know good. what? Let's go high. We've been rolling high. You're about to kill this poor lady. So that's a 20. Oof, 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 oof. So, oh, Gilda. Woo! Whew. 
Yeah, that's right. Mm. No, that'll be fine. That'll. All right, let's go for the display. We got this. We'll be able to. She stumbles forward, and I and I kind of catch her, and she goes, "Make a charisma check. Save your ass. Come on. Make a charisma check right now." Okay, good. She looks at you. She panics for a second. She goes, "Get Henry," and passes out and hits the ground. We'll come back to you. Now, back to you. <laughs> so, chaos ensues. Yeah, buddy. So, Austin, you are making your way up to the Royal Pavilion and everything. Make a charisma check as you walk up. That's what you're supposed to be good at, Austin. Come on, bud. So, that's going to be a 14 okay. all around. You see the guard walking there. You just walk by like, of course I belong here. I know I belong here. He doesn't question you or stop it. That's how you work with nobility, right? <laughs> so, you see Catherine over there sitting. She still hasn't noticed that her wine glass is empty yet. Mm. How do you go about this? There's various different tables and people around you. You also look like the kings of Trelanka are here, Robert and Ballard as well. And they're sitting up here too. Mm, okay. You know for a fact that they're pretty observant. Like I said, you guys are nobility, so you know these people. Mm -hmm. I want to walk through with a confidence but also with like a um, almost like a sleight of hand like i want to walk past the table grab a bottle of wine and come up to start pouring in her glass <laughs> as you walk up there like i said with confidence make a sleight of hand check for me to see if you can grab a bottle off a table i really hope so yeah because it's got to look cool right it's got to look cool <laughs> oh no grab a bottle and it slips and call high low. Low. 13. You catch the slip as it goes. You bring up your right foot to kick up the bottle and grab it anyway. And walk right over to Catherine who noticed that. She look and hold out her glass. It may be a crime to be here right now, but what's more of a crime is a queen's empty glass. Is that true? Hmm. Just, so do you always just walk into where you're not invited? Uh, not always. Only when I need the attention of somebody. I see. And you think it wise to have my attention? The only attention in this room that I'd like right now. Make a wisdom check. <laughs> It's a 10. Meets okay. it, beats okay. it. You suddenly remember that she's married and that you might want to back down on your flirting game because you don't see where the husband is right now. <laughs> I got a little too excited. I got a little too excited, all right? She's beautiful. She is. She's, she's got stunning. purple eyes. Stunning drow woman. She looks at you. She goes, did you say that? No! <laughs> that was for the audience. Okay, 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 okay. That, no, that was Aus' internal dialogue. I'm sorry. No, no, that was good. Good call. So, anywho. Um, yeah, so as you go to pour the glass and everything, you realize you're coming down the flirting. She goes, ah, and her high elf husband comes sitting down next to her. Uh, next to her. He's not one of the hell. He looks at you. My lord. Sir? Make a charisma check. Now, in this case, we're going to have something come into play called advantage. 
You have successfully got the wine, saved it from falling, poured over the drink, made his wife happy. We need to win over this man. But we've stacked the deck in our favor. So you're going to roll that die 20 twice and take the best roll. All right. All right. Luck. Lady luck. <laughs> Blow on them, doll. Blow on them, doll. Snake oh, eyes! <laughs> Do I still have to? No. no you're good. You're good. Look at that, that camera. Bang. That 20. So he looks at you and goes, you actually snuck your ass into the pavilion, got up here without my security or anything knowing to pour my wife a drink, and that's the only thing you wanted. Well, I've got something to prove to the two of you. The seed. So, we go back to the food pavilion, and you and Maldwar go over there, and you just see these massive stone slabs that they're cooking on. The slabs from the mountain of Trelanka are unique, that they absorb kind of like a cast iron skillet would absorb all the flavor that's first put into them. So, he has no spices anywhere around him on this wow. table, just this heated stone where he knows where everything, this master chef has seasoned at perfection. And as you walk over, he slowly just gets the steak and everything together. Seeing you guys coming, he walks around his slab to serve Maldivar standing next to you mm. first. He goes, hmm. Maldivar would offer the plate to you first. Do you take it first? No, I do not. Mm. Any particular reason why you didn't? Make a charisma check. Let's go. Thirteen meets it, beats it. He looks at you. I didn't take it because he handed it to you. If he wanted me to have it, but he gave it to me. And you managed to have a proper way around Blinkwist. Do you know yourself around these royal occasions too often? Not too often, but I try my best to fit in where I can. You're you're succeeding, sir. But by all means, it's not poisoned either. You should try. <laughs> you should. And it is this brilliant steak. It is like. So how does it taste like? He didn't put any garlic or butter or anything down, but it is garlic and butter. And, uh. <laughs> so as you're sitting there and just enjoying that and everything, you would see, you would hear, hey, Duratan. And you'd see Maldivar stop. Hand you the plate. Excuse me. Can I help you, gentlemen? He goes, what? He goes, why'd you go back on the contract? I didn't go back on anything. You didn't check the fine print on any of the details that you had thereof. And the fact that you're bothering here at my grandmother's gala. He goes, just adopted, you ain't shit. He goes, oh, really now? Do I hear this? You, he, he, this is all happening right in front of you. How do you act? Whoa. To keep in mind, Maldor is standing here like he could not care less about this man's opinion in front of him. Did the guy call Malabar like adopted or? Yeah, Malabar is adopted. He's okay. human. He okay, is yeah. human. He's not a hybrid. He's human, but he is in the family. Okay. okay. So I see this, and I look at that guy, and I, I'm looking at him, and I look at him straight in the eyes, and I was like, and I say, I don't know who you are, but I don't know why you're talking to my new friend like this. Uh, do we have a problem here? Oh my god, dude. So, he looks at you. What do you mean, do we have a problem? He goes up to you. I don't even know you. I got business with this other and guy I don't here. know you And either. this human man, make a strength check. Oh shit, man. He goes to push you with his hand, and you just don't 
move at all. <laughs> like you get, he pushes you and he goes back a couple steps. Maldivar stands there. Now we can keep things uh, civil by all means. But if you make a declaration of a duel against my gentleman over here, he'll have my support. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> all right, dude. And then I look at him. So, do we still have a problem? Call it high or low. Let's see how this guy's feeling. Or, if you'd like, you can make an intimidation check. I'll do that. Let's make an intimidation check. I will do that instead. Puff out your chest. Exactly. Eight. So, that's an eight. You'd have nothing else to it. He's going. He's going. Now, that said, though, <laughs> let's, I wouldn't be fair to say that you also wouldn't have advantage in that. Because Maldabar is with you, and he just said he'd back you up with it. Yeah. So, roll that again for me and see if you get something a little bit better. Okay. Cool. Hey, that's, that's Imagine as you, the stage is yours. These guys are going to be intimidated. How do you want to own this moment? So I ask him if, he, if we still have a problem and does he say anything? Does he just look at me? He looks at you. I think we might be good. That's what I thought. Hmm. Oh, that's good. It's the first thought I think he's had. By the way, you should try the brandy. Come along, friend. <laughs> so... Going back to Andrew and Green Bear. Hello. <laughs> Gilda. We're here in chaos land. She's, she's three sheets to the wind. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mom? Hey. And you see coming out of the back dressing room, this six foot seven half orc. Oh, God. Mom? Holy shit. He goes, Mom, are you? He looks at you. Oh, God. Make a charisma check. Yeah, listen, listen, that's fair. I was <laughs> trying to help. Look, man, I was just trying to help. She seemed a little frazzled. I was so trying you, to... And you what? Poisoned her? No. Are you trying to drug her? No. Oh, God. I was just trying to relax her a little bit. She seemed pretty fucking relaxed. I'd say so. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? She's got to get up for the... Are you supposed to... <clears throat> Look. Congratulations, you're helping me. Yeah, no, He look. picks you up as saying? you're talking. I'm like, no, look, look. I, you look, okay, look, you're, I'm in the air now. All right. <laughs> he puts you on the I, back of the horse. Look, I already fixed this for her earlier. Do you know how to ride? Ponies. Good. It's the same thing. She was supposed to do a full demonstration check, but since it's untested, we'll go ahead and put you on there. You would look at the helmet gear and everything else that he'd have over there that he's refusing to give you at the moment as he puts the fin. You, uh, I see there's a helmet over there. Yeah, it was fit for my mom. Oh, my God. Um, sure, we have similar head structures. Sit on the damn horse. Yes, sir. And, <laughs> and I sit on the damn horse. So... Make an intelligence check to see if you can figure out how to operate this damn thing. You're smart. Okay. You are under extreme duress and pressure. That's an 11. And it clicks. It starts clicking. Of course, we have this. Henry would go out, make this grand charismatic announcement, and they'd open the curtains. You got this. You look out, and you would see the full writer's course that you have to go through. Oh, fuck, dude. Make no, we got this. For sure. For sure. Confidence. Make a ride check for me, please. This is going to be with advantage because you passed your intelligence okay. check to figure the thing out. Okay. 
10? Let's see. You got through. Let's see if you get excellent. Yeah, okay. We'll go with the 10. We'll stay with the we'll 10. We'll stay with the 10. You take it. You go through the different jumps and the, and the crowd. You win them over. The demonstration goes. And as you get back, you see Gilda standing back up. She goes, is everything fine? As you go back and pull the thing. The and I like, I like have the horse kind of like whinnies in front of her. And you like you pull it up and everything yeah, like that? I'm like, woo! The crowd cheers and goes with it and everything. <laughs> and you see like, you know, you go through, they close the curtains. And Gilda seems to be sobering up a bit as you see like some clerics over there casting magic. Yeah. One of them <laughs> shoots okay. you a look and then walks away from it. <laughs> Henry comes back Ooh. and he goes, I told you I had it. Thank you. Henry, leave him alone. I'm fine. Mom, Henry, he was meaning well. Saved. I just, I just, I give him a thumbs up and I'm like. <laughs> so scared of him, Larry. So, cutting back to Aust, you are now sitting with the king and queen of the Forgotten Lands. Mm -hmm. As you have made your way up here and you are sitting with the Duratan. So Richard looks at you and goes, so tell me, what is it that you actually have to offer us then? You said that you wanted to come here, other than bravado, which goes away. Listen, <laughs> I do my best to get into situations like this. You saw how I prevailed here. If you need a man in the front, somebody who can scope certain situations out for you, Come back, report. I think I could be your man. Make a, we'll say a charisma check for this one. This is pretty much no matter, we're in a territory of, you've, you're kind of successful, let's see yes. how far it goes. Okay. You're okay. kind of already there, but let's, this is seeing how far you push it, you know? Gotcha. Trying to raise them both up. Mm -hmm. Always off the table, 13. So, he looks at you. Catherine speaks up. He does seem rather willing to put himself in any harm's way that he needs to be. He'd laugh. He goes, that's reckless, and it's going to get you killed one day. But if you're going to die, I wouldn't mind it being in our service. He goes, perhaps we should talk about these finer details here. He goes, tell me. And as he goes in deep with everything that he have, with like the contract exactly would have to talk with, has... You pretty much succeeded what you needed to do here. So, let's go. That, yeah, that worked for you. So, moving on. Todd, T.W. Steely, you and Maldivar are having a wonderful time. Drinking brandy, eating steak, intimidating the hell out of people. And it's just <laughs> been great. Do me a favor, though. You are a half-orc, right? Correct. Okay. So, make... Uh, we're going to go out of the box here, and I am going to give you advantage on a constitution save with the amount of drinking okay, that you've been okay. doing. Because he's been handed you glass after glass, and you're like, crack, 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 crack. With advantage, roll again, and we'll take the best out of the two. 14. We'll take that 14. Whew, you get done, you look over and you realize you put down like half bottle and everything like that, <laughs> and like of absolute booze and everything. But you're not so drunk that when Maldivar hands you a very expensive glass of brandy, you know to stop and appreciate. All right. Savor the flavor. Right. Mm -hmm. and, has you, and has you make that go and everything with it, Maldivar looks over at you and goes, 
So, do you always drink this much? Only when presented. <laughs> well, anytime I uh, almost get into or get done with a scuffle, might as well wash it down with a good drink. <laughs> a few th- wiser words have not been spoken. He looks over at you and goes, so what do you do for a living right now? At this exact moment, nothing. But before, like I said, got into things, got into some scuffles before, so. Oh, scuffles and things. Wouldn't know anything about those particular situations. (laughs) Tell me, have you ever um, worked at a shipping company before? No. Fantastic. (laughs) See, I own one myself, and I'm looking for particular muscle. And the fact that you also survived getting poisoned there three times. Your friend went for quite the venue to get at you. Jesus. Oh, don't worry. As you look over at that one guy who tried to, he's questioning. And you would just see this hand come out of a shadow, and that guy just disappears. Holy <sighs> shit. My brother Clark, however, is really offended by such things. He considers it rude. Jesus Christ. He looks at you and goes, so, how do you feel about coastlines? Arjun is amazing this time of year as he walks with you. Nice. So, pretty much as you get in with the dirt. Come back to me. Come back to Andrew. (laughs) Can we see? So you and look, we're steering this ship in the right direction. Yeah. Like this, you, 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 snatched from the jaws of defeat. Yeah. <laughs> so as you are sitting there in the back of the horse, uh, you know, get down from the horse mm-hmm. and everything. Gil is over there checking everything. The repair you were doing. Henry seems to be calming down a little bit. You did almost poison his mom. She's so. so- Almost. She's gonna live. Um, is that what you tell him? No, I don't okay, say okay, that okay, out okay, loud. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it, that's, I, I'm, that's how I rationalize it yeah, in my head. I'm like, she's gonna, fine. Yeah, she's she's yeah. fine. Experiment that failed. Exactly. And she seems to understand. Exactly. Right, right, right. You know, so, fellow great minds think alike. You see Gilda just like checking everything. She goes, and you actually did everything correctly on the shutdown. She looks at you. How the hell did you figure that out that fast? I've got a pretty quick mind when it comes to putting together new machinery. Or you just have really good designs, Mom, and he's an idiot. But he's half right. You do have very good designs. Have you ever thought about commercializing this or or, or trying to... Do you have a plan for no, what you're keep doing? A, keep in mind, she has master's industries. She oh, that's is. Right, that's she right, has right, a huge right. go with it. She was just worried that that's this right, demonstration right, right. was like, hey, the company's riding yeah, on this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, what's the name of the royals again? Uh, the royals that you have up there, you have the Duratans that you're going to get to. Okay. Um, have, do you, have you thought about, are, are you pitching this to the Duratans at all? Or? Well, now I think I'm sure I'll be they, able to. I'm sure they could use the transport innovation. Well, I know. That's something that if we're here for it, hopefully we can sell to anybody. Why the hell else do you think she's here? Yeah. Henry would say. Henry, would you stop? <laughs> he tried to kill you. He tried to help, and it didn't work out. There's a huge difference. She would look at you. So, unless you happen to know anybody over there personally, I do appreciate your help, though. It'll definitely work things out a bit better. Make a spot check for me. Cool. Okay. As you look over, the crowd clears. 
And you see Aust sitting with Catherine and Richard Duratan having wine in the Royal Pavilion, and it hits you. I do know a Duratan. I can. Would you believe me if I said I did? Just prove it. Do you take her to go introduce Aust over there and introduce yourselves to them? Uh, yeah. So yeah. he's coming. Oh, I'm walking up with her. Hey, they you saw you on the horse, right? Yeah, did, you, they, did they witness the, yeah, the horse demonstration? The okay, cool, like, cool, you cool. You put that whole demonstration on. So the fact that he, I know, I know that guy, I know that guy. And you would have seen him. And you were like, I know that guy, yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> and you would have seen, I know that guy. You know, actually, you and Malibar are like, Whoa! Yeah, they're <laughs> slamming them yeah, down. Yeah, we're partying. <laughs> so that said, right. you guys, as we cut to you, you would see him walking over and you would see Maldabar escorting uh, T.W. Steele up to the Royal Pavilion as well, as he's walking over, too. So, moving over to you, what do you do next here? Keep in mind, Catherine and Richard pretty much love you at this point. Yeah, okay, so. Oh, I see my colleagues are coming to join us as well, it looks like. Colleagues. Richard goes, you mean the one that's walking? Oh, he's seen Maldabar walk over. What trouble do you find? I found a good guy, actually. This is T.W. Steele. I think he's going to be working with me down at the uh, uh, down at the shipping company. He seems to fit out fine for it. Slide Richard off. would shake his like head a little bit. He goes, you know what? I think he will. And as you walk up, what do you say to introduce yourself? Uh, I'll do like, a, you know, a low bow. Uh, you know, your grace. Your grace. Uh, I I introduce um, Gilda. Gilda. Mm -hmm. Uh, I give you the honor. You know, I introduce the lady Gilda, the lady inventor Gilda. Her last name is Masters. Masters, Yes, Gilda Masters. And then and then I I, and then and Sandal Green Green Barrel at your service. (laughs) And. um, Imagine the guards would have stopped Henry on the way up at this point. And as they look over, you would see Henry grabbing one of the guards and taking him off the ground. So, has there... Hi, hi, Miss... Meeting Miss Masters. You would notice that. You guys are completely locked in. Yeah, I was going to say, we're we're dialogued in. You notice Henry about to lose his shit. Yeah. What do you do? He's got one of the guards. He has picked him up, and it's about to get ugly. Are the royals paying attention to me? Like The, the king royals and the queen? are enthralled right now with him, Gilda Masters, and they're talking about your writing ability, which was fantastic, Catherine Smart. Slip out of my seat and kind of shimmy over that way. And <laughs> Excuse me. And... Yeah, uh, you say that to Henry. I mean, yeah, I'm like, excuse me, what what seems to be the problem? Here? Make a charisma check. Okay. He looks at you. That's my mom, and they won't let me through. You you weren't invited. You let the other little shit through. As he picks him up a little bit. Oh, How do you diffuse? <laughs> Listen, what, what's your name? My name is Henry. Henry. <laughs> I know. Green Barrel. I know him. I was talking with the king and the queen, Mm -hmm. and I told them that he was coming. I'm sorry, Henry. I didn't know you. I didn't let them know. I don't think this is on them. If anyone, we can talk. 
Puts, pushes the guard to the side. You know Green Barrel? I do. You have my condolences. He seems to be a shit. <laughs> and he walks with you back over there. <laughs> and I think that with you guys coming together with uh, the clan and everything, yeah. in most sessions and everything like that, having this kind of... A good stopping this point. This is a stopping point because yeah. you guys literally succeeded in everything. The night couldn't have gone better. Hey. And that is a great example of how role-playing works. And Todd, what did you think? Do you have any, we didn't have any questions this whole time. Yeah, what do you think you now? We have a little bit of time for feedback. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it was great. The only thing was just like trying to think of things to say on the spot. Yeah. It's just like the hardest part as of like like just first starting out, especially when you don't role play at all. So. Yeah. And I'm glad that you did, that we took our time. And by all means, take all the time you need. And I will say that I'd love to see you actually getting into your character. You <laughs> yes. stepped into you stepped into TW Steel's shoes on there. And I like that you didn't flinch at the beginning when I had uh, the guard at front, TW yeah. Steely. And it was perfect. That was absolutely fantastic. That was great. And I really have to say, like, the communication development, for anybody at home watching, the communication between the teams, how everything flows here, that is how the role-playing should feel. That is the epitome of any role-playing game. And I have to say, I had a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, my nice God, idea. yeah. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Not a problem at all. Awesome. I cannot wait. Thank you, Voice of God. I cannot <laughs> wait to do this again anytime. Yeah. And if you guys want to sure, set up man. something more permanent, if you want to get in-depth with characters, yeah. I'm here for it. Let me know when session zero is, and we'll plan whatever you want. This could be yeah. session zero. I like these characters. This is good. Um, anyone at home watching, thanks so much for sticking around for the bonus content here. Thank you so much to Mike for running an awesome session. I think this was really the perfect setup for anybody who wants to know what what is your first session going to feel like. Yeah. Um, I think we had some great character interactions, some great role play, and some great roles for sure. We were rolling Definitely. good. Ooh, <laughs> there were some moments, but yeah. that's, that's, that's part of the drama and the excitement. Exactly. It exactly. adds to the fun of it. You know, without the fear of failure, the taste of success isn't nearly as sweet. Exactly. So you have to have it there. Exactly. There were some moments, but it worked. It was so good. My dude, dude, like, he, I liked his, his segment was really fun. You got her fucked up, dude. I couldn't believe I was, I roll like shit usually, man. Oh. I'm glad I was able to get in there. So I would love to continue doing this. If yeah. anybody wants to see this kind of content, let us let know. Us know. For sure. We will put stuff out. This is a fun ass campaign, I think, and I'd like to see more. All right. Thank you guys. Like I said, just let me know. Yes, yes. sir. You All got right. it. That's it. Hi, yes, puppies. Hi. <laughs> and this went the whole time. Yes, sir. Oh, that was great. That actually worked out really well.